Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Yay! We're uh, back. Hey guys. How you doing? I'm good. I'm back from Vancouver. Yeah, welcome back, Woo. buddy. First trip out west. Really? Nice. Yeah. Was it good? Did you Mountains are nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Mountains, ocean. They ain't nothing like blue. No. God, no, no. <laughs> I've seen a couple mountains before. Oh man. Dry right. going on in the plane. Like going to Vancouver and seeing the Rockies. Never been to Vancouver, man. Oh, you nope. gotta come, man. I'm just saying, I've seen a couple mountains before. Elsewhere. I stayed at a great Airbnb. If you ever go, like you stay with a couple, but you have your own room, you have your own bathroom, and it's it's awesome. You just got All like right. wicked views of the city. Uh, um, shout out to Darcy and Steffi. Thanks for the sweet Airbnb rating. Amazing. Um, that is, of course, our producer, Matt Duncan, who, uh, who was out in Vancouver. Scouting, getting the podcast out there. Yeah, just doing, Sad doing Vancouver the Grizzly fans. Um, guys, my name's Kevin Douse. I'm Fra- Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Frankie <laughs> Muniz. Just kidding, I'm Freddie Revis. <laughs> and uh, this is the Confederacy of Dunks. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for listening let's, uh, to us. Let's bring in our first guest. Yeah, here we go. Here we got very funny man, cool dude, has nice glasses, Mark, Mark Little. Hey. Keep it smooth. Ooh. <laughs> he, just took off, he took off his shirt while he yeah. was doing that. <laughs> Hi. Hi, guys. I'm doing great. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me, you know. Um, <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be talk great balls. Yeah. Talk, talk balls. Yeah. Great. <laughs> all sorts of basketballs, all shapes. It's going to um, be great. Expert at talking balls. Uh, we got on the line um, via Skype. Uh, Stephen Mann, everybody. <laughs> you like that tune? Yeah, did you, did you actually, like, play that on your Casio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for joining us, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is great. Um, awesome. That so beat was thumping. That was, that was a heavy <laughs> bass line. You make that, Matt? <laughs> yeah, I did that myself before you guys got here. I just, <laughs> there's just a, mixed it out. <laughs> There's a giant double bass hanging on the wall that I think is yeah. what, what did <laughs> that's that. That's where I always start with all my mixes. Yeah, that's how all yeah. the big rap producers start with their beats. <laughs> the double bass yeah. Yeah. recorded straight into a thing. That's how you make it in the biz. Mm. Double bass. <laughs> how you doing today, Steve? I'm good. Very excited to be a part of it. Looking, up, looking forward to talking about balls. Yeah, we're going to talk some balls. We're going to talk yep. some, some bebops. And make, make no mistake, it's testicles we mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, call true. that out right now. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, well, let's start with uh, the Toronto Raptors, our team, our town. Our team that we love. Our family. Uh, we the North. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, guys, how are, we, how are we feeling about this 12-8 and 8 Raptors team? Sustainable forevermore, right? Uh, I don't know how to feel about any team in the league. It's true. I feel like everyone is, except the Spurs, who are doing what they're going to do. And the Warriors. And the Warriors. Everything else is topsy-turvy, and I don't know if it's real. Everybody is beatable on any given night. Yeah, very true. Yeah. I've I've been watching a lot of league pass, and I I can attest to that. Like Washington will go out and beat Cleveland, mm-hmm. and then lose to you know Denver or Phoenix. Cleveland will lose to everyone. Yeah, Cle- Cleveland's on a bit of a uh, a bit of a downswing right now, but I think they're they're still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I think like I I really like the Raps 
like a intensity every game, but this first quarter thing has actually it's, it's nuts. Like it's it's definitely a legit trend. I think it's like we've lost like I think fifteen or thirteen mm. of our first quarters. Yeah. So we're getting blown out in the first quarter and then inching our way back, but sometimes not, like Denver on Friday. Which is... Uh. <laughs> yeah, which is really it's really so frustrating terrible. to watch, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, our, our defense is notably better, which is way, way more fun to watch. Um, yeah. I'd have to say, I, I actually, surprisingly enough, I, I like this team, the way they're playing with Biombo uh, mm-hmm, anchoring mm-hmm. The, the center position better than I did with, when Valanciunas was there. And that's crazy because Valanciunas is so much talent. But It's true. I, I just love the way this guy, he's unselfish. He does what he's supposed to do, you know, guard the paint. You know, he's blocking shots. He's, you know, he's not, he doesn't need to shoot the ball. Yeah, yeah. And he he fits into Casey's system almost better, and like, and Lowry's not a good passer out of the pick and roll, so we're not really utilizing JV the way we're supposed to anyway. It's like obviously JV is more talented, is a better player, yeah. But for whatever reason, Biombo seems to be just kind of like protecting the paint like a maniac. Yeah, well, I mean, we we refuse to run our offense through a big, so Jonas's biggest strength is not really being used. And yeah, he's not a defender because he's slow footed. You know, he he understands defense. He can kind of do it, but he's not yeah, he's sprinting a, around all over the He's very court. lumbering. So yeah. then why are we losing all these first quarters? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 a good question. Actually, Blake Murphy from Raptors Republic asked Dwayne Casey during a like a post-game interview, and Dwayne Casey was like, Blake, when you figure that out, we'll go into business together. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so so Dwayne Casey doesn't know either. Oh. I mean, why we're losing first quarters. This is probably not the answer because you need him off the bench. But they're so much better when Corey Joseph and Lowry share the floor, right? Mm-hmm. It's true. Like mm-hmm. our our uh, th- that lineup is, you know, you can't compare any lineup to G State's lineups, but that lineup is like like DeRozan, um, Corey, and uh, Lowry is one of the most effective lineups in the league. In yeah, the league. it feels like I don't know. Can you do that? But then you need another guard. You Dwan need another Wright. like par- point guard. Norm Core Powell. Norm Powell. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I don't know. Did you guys read those splits of like DeRozan and Lowry when they share the floor and then when Lowry sits and then when DeRozan sits? It was like crazy. So but, it's much better when Lowry is alone, right? It's or no? it yeah, it's like Lowry alone is better than them sharing the floor mm-hmm. and DeRozan alone is a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I love a lot of things about DeRozan, but he's always been a ridiculous ball stopper. As soon as he had the opportunity to do it, it was just like... Mm. He's got that Rudy Gay in him, you know? He does. It's like yeah. so smooth and fun to watch, but it's also kind of like, is this good for the team? Mm-hmm. What's your uh, What's your thoughts on DeRozan, uh, Steve? I, you know what? I love DeRozan. I think that uh, eventually he probably won't be maxed out. I think he is replaceable um, for the right you know, piece in return. I think the biggest difference in the Raptors team this year based on defense has been Damari Carroll. Um, I totally Carroll, agree. Yeah, absolutely. Carroll has been fantastic. He's been great. And you know what the funny thing is? I remember watching him a couple of years ago. He was like a fringe seventh man on Utah. And then he was traded to Atlanta. He had a good season. And then when we signed him for that money in the offseason, I was just like, are you fucking – Oh, can we swear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast? Like, you you got to swear. Like, they're giving him that much money. And then, you know, I was at the Cleveland game, and I just watched the way he defended LeBron. And watch him on the daily. He's an unselfish player. He is committed to defense. He's – I think he's probably their best player right now as far as what he's doing, what his specialty is, even more so than Biombo guarding the paint. 
um, and protecting the rim. You know, Damari Carroll is shutting down the other team's best player. Yeah, and I feel like he also gets other guys to have better habits because I, th- I think we have like a lot of well-meaning players who are maybe just like kind of dumbos um, who will do the right thing if mm. someone <laughs> cajoles them into it. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I like about Damari Carroll is on his Yahoo fantasy picture, he's got frosted tips, which I think is a really nice, <laughs> really nice touch. Yeah, when he first came to Toronto, he's like, oh, one thing you need to know about me, um, I've had a long journey, like I hustle really hard, and I have thousands of shoes. Is that what he <laughs> Like said? in his very first interview, That's he's hilarious. like, I collect I have thousands of shoes. <laughs> and and, if, and like, if, you, if, if the camera ever pans down, they're like amazing gator leopard well, shoes. I, I remember his, they're like, his press conference shoes. Yeah, they're, yeah, it's a... Shoes are a big part of his life. He's wearing four pairs at once. <laughs> if you pan down, don't pan down. It's weird. <laughs> don't pan down. <laughs> He's got uh, shoes hiding in that hair. Um, I got Can one. we talk about his hair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So well, no, no. I think Steve brought it up, but we got we we, to get in yeah, there. We got to get into that hair. That's the weirdest hair I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I like the frosted tips. I'm yeah. not even talking about the tips. Somehow the tips are the least weird part. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's so matted, and it, it, looks, it does look painful. I'll say that. It, but what's the middle where it's like... The weird center part. <laughs> Moses like, parted the hair, man. It's, it's so It's weird. really intricate. There's so much if, going on. If this guy was ever captured by ISIS, rather than behead, behead him, they'd probably comb him out just to torture him even more. Yeah. That, oh, that, that, would, be, that, would, be <laughs> that would be just comb painful that as hell. Uh, oh, that's man. the first of what I think are going to be many ISIS references. I can't believe I actually mentioned ISIS. <laughs> this, yeah, this we're all in a, trouble now. It's a b-ball slash ISIS podcast, so. <laughs> you got to know your fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, here's here's one for you. This was, uh, this was brought up on reputable basketball site, kpopstars.net. Um, mm. shared, shared on a Facebook group that I think maybe we're all in. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, I don't know if it's a rumor or just some writer was like, this would be good of a, uh, of a DeRozan for Oladipo swap. How, uh, how's everyone feel about that? I feel like there's not actually a chance of that happening, right? Yeah. Um, I, I like Oladipo. Um, uh, yeah. I'm a fan. Even though S- Scott Skiles is basically just messing with everyone's time in Orlando, which is kind of yeah. fun to watch. But, um, well, I think also Fournier was just way better than anyone thought he would. Yeah. Be. yeah. But, but no, I don't think Orlando would go for it just because, uh, um, Old Depot's on a, like a like a rookie contract, contract for right? you know yeah. another couple of years, and DeRozan's about to get anywhere between like eighteen and you know twenty five million dollars a year next year. DeRozan's so. the last thing that Orlando needs. Yeah, they've got yeah. so many guys like that. Like, right, exactly. Isn't Tobias Harris kind of that. Pretty much DeRozan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll take that K-pop stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they've been so good. Shut been, those bastards down. <laughs> my favorite narrative in the NBA this year, and it's like the Flip Saunders narrative is the pairing of like the teams that have successfully paired veterans with their like young pups and like how I don't think before this season people really talked about that as a tactic. Remember mm. like when Flip like signed Garnett and like Yeah, it's actually kind of gone well for Minnesota. It's gone great. Oh, it's so, Minnesota, but for so other fun. teams it hasn't gone well. But it's well, it's, going, go, it's also gone well for the Knicks. Right. Yes. Oh Absolutely. yeah, actually, that, that's, that's a that's a great and example. The, and the yeah. magic with Channing Frye and like Jason Smith of all people. It's just like having a couple of veterans to like 
be yeah. on the floor yeah. a lot and sort of shepherd it along. I mean, you can kind of see it in the Raptors too, with like Scola being there and just like yeah. For I sure. feel like we're confident okay. here, you know. Scola's okay, the we, best. yeah. Let's take a moment to honor Scola. <laughs> My goodness. watching him is hilarious. He never jumps. No, no, and he somehow gets what he wants basically all the time. Scola gets what he I th- wants. I think. I think. <laughs> I think. Don't go near Scola. <laughs> I think if we had. A 25-year-old Scola, the Raptors would uh, probably also be 20 now. Yeah, we'd be barnstorming the East. <laughs> like, he, he's amazing. Like he's, he's been good forever, right? Yeah, he, well, he's been good for such a long time, and but he, he's 35, so. W- wasn't he sort of one of the centerpieces of that aborted Chris Paul trade? He was, right? He was going to be, he was like no, a No, because that was to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And at that time, he was a rocket. Houston was getting in there. Oh, Houston yeah, want, was going to yeah, get they want Actually, you right. might be right. Yeah. You might be right. He had a shining moment, but he's still great. Remember David yeah. Stern, guys? What a, cre- I mean, what a crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. So, so how are we all feeling about, uh, like, at, at this moment, Dwayne Casey? So, you know, his contract is not renewed after next year. Um, obviously, we have an option, right? We, yeah, we always, yeah. sorry, we, we have an option. Do you think that, like, it, it would obviously be a little bit crazy to, you know, fire him mid-season, but is Casey the guy long-term? He's already been with the Raptors for a long time. Obviously, he, you know, gets, yeah, he's had a good record with the Raptors. Like, we get better every year, but can he do anything in the playoffs, I think, is what we're all wondering. I, I remember um, when the season ended last year and Lowry uh, kind of threw him under the bus, I thought there's no way this guy's coming back. Yeah. I, I was so shocked he came back after that, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I like him. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're playing good basketball. He's he's a defensive minded coach, but I also like Sam Mitchell. So, right, yeah. I mean, like, I I feel like if there's some sort of secret great coach that we don't know about, that Masai is like, oh, I've been watching him. He knows everything. Like one of those college guys, bring him in. But yeah, I don't know who's better than Casey. That that I want, even though I'm not that high on Casey as a long-term guy. Well, I think, I think the next big name, you know, eventually someone's going to go after Walton. I yeah. think Walton is going to yeah. probably land himself a head coaching position. And I still, for the life of me, can't figure out why Patrick Ewing hasn't landed a, a head yep. coaching position yet. Yeah, Maybe, is Ewing just bad? <laughs> is he, know, like, he's, he's assistant coaching. He was in Orlando yeah, for a little while. A yeah. And then yeah. was he, did he go to Houston? I don't know where he is, but I know that he's always in a suit Beside the coach, like he's never been given the opportunity. Listen, I would, I mean, just based on personality, I think Charles Oku would be a kick ass coach. Oh man, that would be hilarious. Charles Oku would be like, no one take threes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone just chop block a guy when he drives. <laughs> oh, your only job is to put people on the floor. I don't His care entire ever- philosophy <laughs> is just those four years when he played on the Knicks, when just, that was the way it was done for yeah. a bit. For, yeah. a bit. <laughs> for a bit. Where the Knicks literally, that team is hilarious. They basically, that we was, just beat people up. That was my favorite team. Oakley, Mason, Ewing, Charlie Ward, and oh John God. Starks. Yeah. John Starks. John Starks. What a what a scary oh. fellow. Rappers still referencing him, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of things rhyme with Starks. <laughs> uh, speaking of assistant coaches, do you guys ever watch Washington on League Pass? Um, yeah. Who, who's do you there? see this guy who like sits next to Randy Whitman with the eye patch? Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking scariest yes. guy in the world. Yes. What I, is going on? I didn't know where you were going with that, but I, I was watching. I was watching a game. It's pretty tired. It's like 
like eleven forty five, something like 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 last last week or something. And right before they cut, the guy with the eye patch <laughs> came up right behind Whitman and tapped him on his shoulder really aggressively. And they cut away, and I was like, "What did Whitman just die?" Like that's just a oh grim reaper. He's on a whiteboard mapping out how you're gonna die tonight. <laughs> he looks like a Bond villain. Oh, okay, well, let's, let's get that guy. Uh, have, you, have you seen this guy, Steve? I'm actually Googling it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Google. Oh, also, speaking of just I'm trying to find of, of, of ridiculous like. images, right before the podcast, Steve sent us a picture of Catino Mobley in oh, D-Leaves. Oh, goodness. And he, I guess he's he's 40 years old. Current? But he, oh, wow. he looks like he's 75. He's in he's in a wizard robe on the court. <laughs> no. Like, any fans Google Catino Mobley D-League? And it's as if like your grandfather is actually playing. <laughs> it actually looks like um, Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew, yeah. Like it actually looks oh like. Oh my god, <laughs> Uncle Drew! But he's just not good. He's as bad. Oh yeah, I've seen that I'm picture. showing it to Mark right now. He oh looks like Uncle Drew. Like literally, he kind of <laughs> looks. Yeah, like he looks like he's an Indian gro- <laughs> like grandfather. Like he looks like he's from India. <laughs> he's changed race. Wow. Well done, Mobley. Um, That's crazy. Um, what, what else is going on with raps? Um, uh, oh, uh, we we called up uh, Bebe from the yeah, from the D League, right. so we're actually using our D League team. We sent him down. He had a couple nice games there, um, and then we brought him up, and he actually played a fourth quarter. I, uh, give him give him more minutes, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, he was good Say in the fourth quarter. Let's see what happens. I mean, the guy is freakishly tall, and yeah. his hair. Is like Saicho Bob. So uh, I, th- I honestly, I think there's a psychological thing there of like that extra six inches in hair. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's also not a, like he's not the a Nerlens zero on offense. Noel like, uh, like he, he can pass the ball. Um, yeah, he's rolling. I think he can basically just really pass good. and dunk. But Lowry think, actually found him on rolls too, which was crazy. I think well, he's, like, actually, uh, he's actually shooting eighty seven percent on the on the season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, is, is he actually? Percentage. Oh yeah. yeah. I, you that's, know, based, on, that's based on like two shots. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, yeah. So he's taken like five shots and missed one. <laughs> he knows which ones not to take. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Most of them. Um, <laughs> and he, he had a really great uh, kick out pass to Terrence Ross. And Terrence Ross was like, I don't shoot threes and threw it into the crowd. Yeah, I was going to go there. Is it is it too sad to talk about Ross right now? I'm just, I think oh. piling him in with the conversation about Bebe is the right way to go. Okay. Because yeah. we'll just nice. keep it light and happy with the Bebe. Yeah, no, because I've been listening to a lot of you know podcasts, especially Raptors ones that you know everyone's very very upset at Ross. Well, I Terrence mean, Ross sucks at basketball. We have the, we have the most I feel homerish podcast I've listened to, and we were like when that contract was signed, we were all like, um, you know what I mean? It was like I thought it was based on potential, but I still thought that maybe you know from a bench role, Ross could. could he could contribute something like for like a guy for a guy in year four who's 24 getting lost on rotations like and and just basically it takes one screen to get him out of a play his his (laughs) three-point percentage will 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 rise as the year goes along because his career percentage is much higher than 22 percent he's actually a great career shooter but yeah, it's like he can't do anything else. He can't pass. Well, it's like you can, you can see him sadly shrugging as he shoots now. It's just part of a shooting motion where he's like, oh, well. It's that Stauskas. Yeah. This, the fact that's that sad, Andre maybe. Drummond was taken ninth the year that he was <clears throat> drafted. That hurts so much every time I think about it. That's that's even worse than when we bypassed Iguodala for, um, what's the dude's name? Uh, Hoffa. Hoffa, yeah. 
Oh, Hoffa Arugia. Yeah. Well, that's oh, the thing Hoffa is that Arugia. like everyone yes. knew about Drummond and everyone knew Ross was going like 20th that draft. Yeah. And Colangelo was like, I will outsmart all of you. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about the James Johnson thing on Twitter? Oh, you get all pissy. oh yeah. Mood underused. Yeah. Well, it's got to be frustrating to be Johnson because like all, all the uh, analytics basically say that Whenever he's on the court with us, yeah. we're doing it's like like he's in most of our best lineups. And Casey is like, if you want to play, you gotta play defense. Yeah. And he actually plays really well with Patterson. That's why I'm surprised he hasn't been used more because mm. he's bringing out the best in Patrick Patterson, who's who's also been had Ghosted, like a, yeah. a train wreck of a season. Yeah, um, and that's shocking to me. That's I know, shocking. I really yeah. like him. Man, but... well, I thought he was gonna be our starter. Uh, I thought like yeah. I, for sure over Samoa. Everybody did. Um and basically I don't know. He just—he seems like he's his confidence is totally shook. He all he has is this three-point shot, which is like a slow slingshot three, and he doesn't drive, can't dribble. Um, his pick and roll D is still pretty good, but you know he doesn't rebound or protect the rim at all. So is it just uh, is just Ross keeping James Johnson off the floor? Is that all it is? This sort of like idea of Ross? Yeah, basically yeah. the idea yeah. of floor spacing. Um, <clears throat> Oh, oh okay. I was wrong. Never mind. Know oh, your yeah. role, James Johnson. Know your role. Oh, I guess that was the answer. Um, <laughs> Producer Matt coming in says Raptors segment is over. Ooh. Okay, well, let's uh, let's move on to the NBA then. Um, it's, uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I guess we got to start with. Uh, well, which elephant in the room do you want to start with? The Golden State Warriors or Kobe Bryant? Those are the elephants, huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'd love to start with the Warriors, guys. Okay, we'll facing them, facing them tonight. By the time you hear this podcast, uh, we'll have already beaten the Golden State yeah, Warriors. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're playing them at five today. Um, yeah. They don't have Harrison Barnes, so yeah, I think I mean, it's that's like a pretty big deal. A, that's basically Ooh, okay. a lot for us. Oh yeah, no Harrison Barnes, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I um, think we got a shot. <laughs> I think the closest I've seen anyone play them was Utah because Utah mm. in kept in Gobert, kept in favors, they kept doing what they were doing, and G State turns the ball over so much, and Utah got like a record amount of steals against them this year. But even still, when it was like within a minute left, Curry even like like he upped his regular showmanship and actually yeah. shot the ball from half court. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really know what. Did I don't you, know if this team is going to go, I don't know, 77 wins or something. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty absurd at this point. They're, I, I'm, I'm waiting for something to happen for it, for them to hit some kind of mini funk. Or Did you guys see the article where it was like Stephen Curry is the revolution? It's like he's improved so much more than even we think he has. And he could mm. be shooting like he could be taking all of the team's shots. And yeah. – well, he's he's averaging thirty two points a game. He's he used to be such an injury liability. He would always be turning an ankle, from what I remember in his oh, yeah. first yeah. couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, watching Golden State, to me, the best player is Draymond Green, without it's, a doubt. Yeah, like he, I think he makes it so that they can get away with everything they do. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he can he can cover all the positions on D. He can. He can stretch the floor and shoot a three. Yeah. D- would Draymond, like, is probably going to be in talks for MVP. He's their Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. But Curry is, like, playing as if he's God himself. He's Curry. Is, <laughs> Curry like, is. Like, when, when I watch. He is a being I, like, of pure I've been energy. watching all these these games, and, like, I, I don't know. I, I can't really explain, like, my 
my my basketball hate ons for for whatever reason. I used yeah, to you hate, don't. You don't. I used like, to hate Kobe. Used to hate Chris Paul. Kind of had a thing where I hate. You're, you're a Curry contrarian, a Freddie Revis. I'm a bit. Of, I'm a bit of a contrarian, yeah. but Curry, I don't even know what to say anymore because it's like, I don't know. Like, I, like it's. I think that announcers keep saying this, but they do need to play a team who is like okay with doing some hand checking and fouling out a guard. Just to harass Curry, because yeah. I think Delavidova. I think, think Delavidova showed us yeah. what you can do for periods of one game. Yeah. So I think that a team like let's say Boston, who has like Marcus Smart and Avery Bradley, and you know maybe like an, another quick guard, like tell one of those guards like, hey, you can foul out in the first quarter if you want. Yeah. Just like Just put make Cur- make Curry mm. try and punch you. Yeah. <laughs> like, be, be a little dickhead. We're coming right like, back to those Pat Riley Knicks right now. Yeah. yeah I, I think Because, like, um, well, one podcast I was listening to brought up the good point of, like, everyone says, like, you know what? The answer to Curry is going to be, like, some kind of, like, Shaq. And I think it was Nate Duncan was saying, like, the problem with, like, putting in a guy like Shaq right now is the hand-checking rules are so strict that it would be really tough to even get the ball to Shaq. Like, it's... Like, there just isn't the spacing that there that there was back then, and and you can't double team as well. Like mm. like now you can double team any big man at any time based on when Shaq played. So I don't know. My, my answer to that is maybe if Curry like used to play like twenty years ago, maybe he wouldn't be able to be as effective because people, if Curry played twenty years ago, be, he'd be dead right now. Yeah, people yeah. would just be oh, like God, slapping yeah. him all the time, but <laughs> they just kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the current rules, it's it definitely seems unfair. Like. Yeah, I, I I have no answers. But it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it seems unfair. But then no other guard is. Every other guard it's has true. These, no one else is doing it, and no one's doing it. Like is, I, you have you have to protect your star players. It happens in every other sport as well, right? <laughs> so that's why the rules are kind of geared a little bit more towards Steph Curry. But on the year, the dude is averaging over twenty shots a game. Of those shots, he's averaging almost fifty three percent of them. He's shooting almost forty six percent from the from three. Wow. He's shooting ninety four percent from the free throw line. The guy he's averaging two and a half steals a game. It's ridiculous. But this guy, it's almost how does he sustain this? And we're already this far into the season. I love it, him. It's yeah. crazy. I love him. I Do you guys remember? You call him Tweety Bird. Why isn't that na- nickname stuck? I don't call him Tweety Bird. I'm pretty sure you you're the, the one first that, person that I heard say that. that. Oh yeah. You said it on one of these podcasts. Th- oh yeah, said, he does look like yeah. Tweety Bird. <laughs> he looks like Tweety Bird. And I like, think we were just drunkenly watching a Warriors game, and you were just like so mad at him because he was just doing what he does. <laughs> he yeah. does what he does. Yeah. Um, I I mean I still remember. Mm, I feel like I talk about this too much, but uh, I remember Bill Simmons live. Like live journal of that of that draft when yeah. Minnesota picked two guards before Curry, oh Johnny Flynn and Rubio, Johnny, Johnny Flynn and Rubio, Flynn. Johnny yeah. Flynn specifically, Flynn. and uh, and I still remember like Simmons at the time. You know, every once in a while he nails it, and this time he was like, "What is happening? Curry's gonna be amazing. What yeah. is anyone doing?" And he was totally right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he showed signs of it at Davidson. Like, well, it was yeah. one of those things where in college it was like. Oh, he's the greatest shooter who's ever lived. No way he'll be able to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and yeah, it's just, I don't you know. You who's so even nuts. finding a bit of a role is uh, Seth Curry on the Kings. That's right. Mm. He's playing. The crazy old Kings. Yeah. Love those Kings, man. Fun to so, watch. Weirdly fun to watch. 
Why is it with Golden State, though, um, the guy Festivus, whatever his name is? <laughs> Festivus. <laughs> Festivus is Ely. Festivus Christmas is Ely. Yeah. He's playing as, uh, as many minutes as Bogut. Like, I-, I love Andrew Bogut. I've been a fan of Bogut's games since he came yeah. out. And uh, I- I'm surprised that he's getting, like, under 20 minutes a game. I think it's probably think an age thing. I think it's you know, like a sa- it's like Azalea is quick. Well, yeah, there was like three years in a row when Bogut went down right before the playoffs or mm-hmm, something yeah. or during the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I think it has something to do with that. Trying to save mm-hmm. him, yeah. I think there, Chris Rock had a tweet or something or said something in an interview where he was like, if I was the Warriors, I think this was last year, he was like, I would sit Bogut for the rest of the season. Yes. <laughs> bring him back for the playoffs. Yes. Well, you are that good that you can be like, hey, dude, literally just like chill in a sauna yeah. and like run around so you don't. You know. I feel like Bogut's had one healthy playoffs in his entire career, and he's like, ev- and every year he's been healthy. The team he's been on has been one of the best defensive teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's he's an excellent player. I, I remember yeah. like there 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 used to be talk like years ago about how he was better than Dwight. Yes, for sure. Like it was there was a brief time where it's like, is he the best center in the league? Yeah, yeah, and now it's clearly Dwight. Yeah, Dwight. yeah, yeah. <laughs> took yeah, the mantle, yeah, yeah, kept for it. sure, Dwight. No, it's it's actually kind of a crazy time for centers right now. There's a bunch of new. Amazing centers. Like, I love watching Gobert. Gobert. Oh, God, yeah. That guy eats up every layup. And like, like uh, him and Anthony Davis, like, like mm-hmm. watching them block shots is so fun. Hassan yeah. Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside, oh also. God. Oh my is fantastic. God, what is that all about? And how did everyone miss that? I don't even understand. It's so weird. It doesn't <laughs> seem possible. Yeah, we, we had him. He was on the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, he was on our really. Uh, he was on like three our, or four he teams. Was on our who were all like, team. nah. Who did we keep over him? Someone like terrible, right? We kept uh, Steamsma over him. <laughs> Steamsma. Yeah. Greg Steamsma. Steamer. <laughs> now that's the white side. What? <laughs> what do I mean by that? <laughs> Whoa, Mark. Holy guacamole. I'm not even sure what I meant, though. Guacamole. Um, He's just a white guy. He's the whitest guy in the league. Are we disagreeing yeah. on no, that? No, no. That's, one? That is what he is. Listen, I'm an okay person. <laughs> Listen, white side is averaging almost five blocks a game. Anthony Davis is averaging two and a half. Yeah. Whiteside is averaging wow. five a game. And, and wait, wait, wait. He's 4. averaging 4. five? 4.6 blocks a game. 4.6? And, and probably like 13 like uh, goaltends in there as well. Per yeah, game. but you got to gamble. Oh, I love it. And I like, love his goaltends. And he does the kind of blocks where it's like, I've got the block and I keep the ball. Too. Yeah. He does a and lot it, of those. Yeah. He's also the right kind of center because like, you don't want a friendly center. Like you yeah. want a center who's like pretty angry in general. Yeah. yeah. And Whiteside seems like he's, he's a, like yeah. ready to flip out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. Um, also, Towns. Towns is amazing already. Yeah. He's so fun to watch. Oh, wait. Should we talk about how Okafor basically beat up everyone in Boston? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, like, we're talking about centers. Like, like Philly. No, if, that's, if, that's if, purely if, playing on Philly that does that to you. He's yeah. like... <laughs> He's so apo- he's apocalypse nowing. He's I like, love that. Oh he's man, a, he's apocalypse nowing. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's gone through to the other side. Yeah, oh, it's too much. I these. Uh, yeah, I love. Oh my gosh, when Philly finally abandons, <laughs> like they're going to abort. Oh, they're, they're gonna not going to see it through. But they're literally going to like first dig a hole through the entire like <laughs> Earth and then be in like the <sighs> the. Isn't core it, of the earth? My question so is so great to watch they, the Knicks turning it around before Philly. Isn't this oh, amazing? I, Every well, team not this that's year, turning it I around. I want that Knicks pick, but oh, but I love Porzingis so much. Oh. Holy crap! Yeah, Porzingis also amazing. Have you oh seen Porzingis, uh, Steve? Yeah, I actually traded Porzingis in my in my. Uh, oh no! On draft mm-hmm. night. Um, oh, okay, for, that's okay, fine. that's, that's fine. not bad. 
Yeah, like, no one thought he'd be Nobody this knew he would come yeah. out this strong mm-hmm. and this polished this quick. Yeah, if you're in the Dynasty League, Porzingis is like the holy grail. Well, and if if you're thinking yeah. about like, you know, guys like Dirk or like other European centers that have come over, like he is like way ahead of all of those mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's a factor on both ends of the court. Is he 7'2 as well? Like yeah. what? Is, what is the height on this guy? Because he's a legit seven foot. Anytime for sure. someone says like, "Oh, this person's close to seven foot," they're usually six eleven. Yeah. But with him, people are like, "Oh, seven three. Yeah. So mm. I think I think he's a legit seven footer. He blocks like a maniac. He hits threes. He dunks. Seven three. Seven three. Seven three. And he might even grow still. He's too tall. Yeah. yeah I know. I wonder if he'll. I don't want him to get yao yao feet. Yeah. Yao it... feet. His nickname is Zinger. <laughs> yao feet. Zinger. Oh, we got to. There's got to be a better nickname than Zinger. Do you guys think those Knicks fans were saying Boo or Boozingus? <laughs> Boozingus. Is that? Boozingus, probably, yeah. Boozingus, I think. Yeah. It's probably. They all knew. Phil Jackson was pretty hard on him at the start of the year, wasn't he? He was like oh, comparing yeah. him to uh, Sean Bradley. Is that the guy that. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Before oh, that's, the game how, that's, how you get a, that's how you get a center to play good. You yeah. just like. Yeah. You just do the. Um, Clockwork Orange thing and like put their <laughs> eyes back and show them Sean Bradley yeah. clips. <laughs> Just like this is Sean Bradley's career. <laughs> Listen, oh. averaged over two blocks a game. No, yeah, I know he longevity in a hard league. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> all throw shots at. Hey. I got into like a fight with somebody during the game, and it was just like it was like watching your mom fight your uncle. <laughs> Guess I'm the only one on Team Bradley over here. <laughs> oh, man, I forget who it was. It was in the playoffs. It was, oh, maybe it was even Shaq or something. It was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Sha- Shaq has been in a lot of like close calls. Mm-hmm. You know, what I was thinking about the other day. I was watching the, the Houston Rockets, and like Ariza almost got angry at someone, and I was remembering the time where he tried to Muay Thai elbow. DeRozan in the back of the head. Does anyone remember oh, that? Oh yeah, he almost ended DeRozan's season. Like he, like DeRozan just like was like diving for the ball, so he didn't even see him, and he swung his elbow and almost hit like the, the like base of his neck. Yeah, the base <laughs> of his neck where your like spine meets your brain. Jesus, who was this? Yeah. Uh, Ariza. Trevor Ariza. Ariza, and yeah. it was so perfectly like it looked like it would have like not only ended the game but his like DeRozan's life. Yeah. Wow. It would have been a Anyways, close deal. call. Close call. Um, um, Trevor Reza is, is hiding something. We're talking about yeah. beginnings with Porzingis. Let's talk about endings. The retirement tour, right? Yes. Oh, the, the, the Kobe retirement tour. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I renamed one of – I have multiple fantasy teams. I renamed one of my teams the Kobe retirement tour, and I'm not going to drop Kobe. I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him for the whole season. That's good. <laughs> nice. That's nice of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, a, in a fantasy league, what the hell can you get from him other than maybe lunch? <laughs> yeah. No, he um, – but if if uh, if Kevin doesn't turn his team around by next year, your sister gets to start running it, mm-hmm. right? Yep, so, yep. <laughs> that's the bind. That's the bind with keeping Kobe. Jesus. But uh, yeah, is uh, I, I was listening to this other podcast and they were talking about like who are the the last Kobe's of of the NBA, like the ISO heroes, right? So you, so you got DeRozan, yeah, you got Rudy Gay. Is but to, Rudy's fitting into a system, but yeah, he's still is in Tobias there. Harris one of those guys? Uh, I, he was. He has been. Yeah, he has been. I'd say Jamal Crawford. Mm-hmm. Ah, my dream. It's it's these guys who get the ball and they're like, don't even look at me because yeah. you're not getting the ball back. Yeah. Yeah. Mello's the purest, pure Kobe. There's three of yes, them. Yes, actually, Mello's yeah. Mello still, is the yep. best, the best post Kobe player. Yeah, he's holding the torch. Are players still coming out like that though? Like, are there any rookies who are like, I'm I'm like Kobe? I think uh, they just don't get to touch the ball. Right. Everyone just has to shoot threes. Like, now. I feel like maybe Zach Levine is is that. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah, he just doesn't have. The skill. Like, I think... Wiggins isn't that good from three yet, is he? 
No, but he's also not a ball stopper. No, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wiggins is the dream. I love him. Get him. Get him. Maybe that. Yeah, side. maybe that is it. Maybe it's like Wiggins had the potential to go in that direction, and then they're catching it early, and they're molding them in a different right. way. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think they are. And Kobe's one of the last players to come into the NBA and be like, "No, no, I'm molding myself." Yeah. No one's molding me. I'm yeah. doing like what I want. Ben Simmons looks like that guy. He just dropped forty three and fourteen, and like, it's just owning teams who, who in does, college. Who does Ben Simmons play for? Sorry, LSU. LSU, wow. Yeah. Okay. Back to prominence since Shaq days. Oh, yeah. Shaq Jeez. days. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe that Kobe was traded for Vladi. Oh, Kobe my God. Kobe for Vladi. That was a draft day trade, right? I feel, yeah. like, I feel like that had to be some sort of like Lakers-y secret million-dollar deal shenanigans, like mm-hmm. owner to owner, something like that. You know what I mean? But Vladi was good at the time. For sure. Vladi was great at the time. Yeah, for sure. A crazy trade that I, I always think back to, because it seems like it was so good for both teams, was the Lakers getting Pau Gasol and giving up Marc, Marc Gasol. Gasol. Mm-hmm. And how ev- how mad because, everybody got. Because yeah. they the Lakers just stormed the league and went to like three straight finals. Mm-hmm. And then Memphis has ensured that they were good for basically like a decade. But Marcus Hall was a toss into that trade. Like who was the second? Yeah, he was. Of that trade? He wasn't yeah. even in the NBA then. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. He was just a pick. It was um Yeah, who was even the actual players in that trade? I think Kwame might have been. Or am I wrong about that? It might have been Kwame. I think Kwame and then maybe someone smaller than Kwame. So um <laughs> Okay. Parks. I'll, I'll get uh, you know I'm just looking at it now nice. uh the trade um oh yeah here it was okay so the Lakers received the Grizzlies second round pick in 2010 in exchange Memphis will receive forward Kwame Brown yeah Garvis uh sorry guard and killer Javaris Crittenton oh shit oh my guard god and, and killer, killer. yeah and he, so he's in prison like shooting guard <laughs> slash killer <laughs> oh man uh, yeah McKee and uh, and the draft rights to Marcus Gasol and wow. first round picks in 2008 and 2010. Who was the third person you just said? Sorry, Aaron McKee. Uh, Aaron, Aaron McKee. McKee. Yeah. He was on the Sixers for a long time. He was, yeah, he went to the finals with Iverson. Right. Oh yeah. So he would have been like old man by that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Not Catino like Mobley old man. <laughs> no, not that old. Not yeah. like cartoonish video game old man. <laughs> <laughs> not like yeah. Not like not not my player that you create with a gray beard for the fun of it. Old. <laughs> He's a black Estelle Getty, is what yeah. he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um, Should we? Oh, I guess yeah. That's that's probably a good good place to transition. Actually, someone said yeah. black Estelle yeah. Getty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are we going to move on to some some fantasy stuff? Yeah, I think this is the, uh, the historic first ever fantasy segment on on Confederacy yeah. of which Dunks. is weird because we all play fantasy. Matt yeah. Yeah. Uh, did his first fantasy team this year. Yeah, for basketball. Me, yeah, me and Kevin are in three different fantasy leagues. Yeah, well, we're in um, actually I'm not in a roto league this year, but we're in a keeper league, a dynasty mm-hmm. league, and an and auction just, league, and which an auction is a fun league, league, which. Has Mark, become a keeper league too. Mark, are you? Uh, is your league a keeper league? No, no, yeah. Neither of my leagues is a keeper league. Okay, oh. and, and are they both head to head? One of them's head to head. One of them's just like points, like yeah. like roto, like it's just like over the year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, what what about you, Steve? Is it like are you in one league, two leagues? I'm in. I've been in the same league for this is our twelfth year. Nice. Wow. It started, yeah, it started as a redraft, and then we, it became a keeper, and then I've always wanted to do a dynasty because every yeah. year it was just so painful having to let go of players yes. that you know that you knew about that other people didn't know about that you plucked off the wire. So so we turned it into a dynasty league now. So it's it's completely changed uh, the nature of the game. It's, I love it. It's so. Oh, fun. I, I yeah, love it. Friday, too, the league Freddie and I are in just changed to that like two years ago, I think, because yeah. it's, it's our. 
and ninth or tenth year doing it. It's so fun playing the long game. Like I, I drafted Jonas Valanciunas. I thought he would be good right away. He wasn't, like for fantasy purposes. And then year two, I'm like, oh yeah, no worries. Still wasn't that great because obviously Casey and, and the minutes. Third year was like, okay, he's like a legit fantasy player. Like he's not. I'm still not. Shouldn't have him as a keeper, but you know he'll he'll be a keeper by next year for sure. Right. Then he was a keeper for a little while this year and uh, broke his freaking finger. So that's where I am right now. Okay, guys, I'm upset. <laughs> Freddie got fingers. Freddie got fingered. Five Valanciunas. Fantasy fantasy basketball is such an addiction. It is all encompassing, all engrossing. Because in fantasy football, you know, you start to prep. You know, Saturday, Sunday morning. This is every single night. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you can get on that waiver wire before someone else and just like pick up Will Barton or something. Oh my god. Someone. Okay. Someone in our league, like I guess three a.m. is when Yahoo resets everything, and Mm -hmm. someone grabbed Patrick Patterson. Like right when when Jonas got injured at three oh one a.m. <laughs> so Patrick Patterson, who's like a marginal or a marginal difference maker at best, was picked oh, up at three oh one a.m. Just waiting. I, eh? That's a I shout out to you, up. Kirk Walker. I you know who you are. Alarm. I have set my alarm in the past. <laughs> yeah, well, if it's a big time player, the, there was someone who was on waiver wires in our auction league because the, the auction league you have to say you have a hundred dollars for mm. your waiver, mm-hmm. so you have to basically like okay, I want like ten dollars for you know Terrence Ross or whoever you're trying to grab off uh, off the waiver wire. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. I ran out yeah, of steam. Yeah, Freddie, Freddie <laughs> fell asleep in the middle of that sentence. I basically uh, was just explaining <laughs> an auction waiver wire. I'll see you guys later. Bye bye. I'm asleep now. So so let's talk about maybe the the best player of the team, the player that's helped you the most this year, and the player that's helped you the least. Yeah. All right. I love it. And I'm just going to stick with my with my one dynasty league for these okay. answers. Okay. I, I know everyone was like really curious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Kev, Kev, which league, which league are yeah, you thinking no, about? Our, our switchboard's lighting up to get clarification. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, who wants to kick this baby off? Well, I got two leagues. Okay. okay. Steph Curry in one. Okay. Mm. So, I was wondering if I should bundle him and try and trade up for Anthony Davis or if I should try and trade down for Westbrook, my boy. Instead, I just stuck with my pick, and it's been, like, amazing, obviously. So that's been insane. But then in my other league, my I uh, it was like it's like a snake, you know. I got fourteenth yeah. pick, last pick, so I got fourteenth and fifteenth pick. So I picked Jimmy Butler and John Wall, and they've both been like brutal. I know John Wall's Wait, having Jim, a rough. Jimmy season. Butler's been bad, like oh, not man. not like first or second round because he had a hot start. I guess he settled back down, or I think just those Bulls. Chicago's offense just, is so bad. They're sh- and like everyone's getting something, and Butler is not getting the lion's share. So I think right. he's like evening it out, but he's also getting me like fourteen points most games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's not mm-hmm. cracking twenty. Yeah, that's not like if, if your best player is getting fourteen points, you're in big trouble. I'm in trouble. Um, what about you, Steve? Who's your uh, best? Uh, my my biggest disappointment so far has been Kenneth Fareed, who I've had mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Yeah. Who's done? I'm, I don't understand this guy. This guy has got all the tools. He hustles. They said the changing uh, of the coach, and he should have minutes in Denver. Yeah, but well, that's just it, right? Like yeah. he's never he's he's not getting the minutes, so he's been a bit of a disappointment. But I've also got Demarcus Cousins, who oh my gosh, is now chucking threes every oh, night. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's shooting like excellent from three, right? 
Well, yeah. I wouldn't say excellent, but he's shooting threes. And anytime you can get <laughs> yeah. threes from a center, yeah. you know, that's a bonus. But, you know, again, and the thing about our league is we took out um, technical fouls. We used to count that as a, oh, a category, cool. and I was getting killed every that's year because Marcus gets like six uh, a game. That's a hilarious category. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, so Cousins has been just incredible. And But there's been a lot of guys. I mean, it's been a really weird fantasy season. It there's sure been a lot of Well, and, and I think, like, uh, I've, I've been looking at my, like, the, like through my – team being like oh nice that guy like hits one three a game but yeah. now one three a game is, like, is, yeah, is nothing because scola yeah. hits threes yeah and a guy like lowry is attempting what like like six threes a game actually like just just to go back to the curry talk that we were talking about earlier for a sec lowry is someone who has started to launch that three when he's going yeah. around the screen yeah. and he's doing and it working. to great effect yeah so like in a couple of years there might be more players doing what curry's doing mm. just saying Mm. Freddie, who's who's your maybe not, but uh, who's your helper? Who's your loser? My helper, uh, believe it or not, is uh, Fournier. For, Evan Fournier, yeah, yeah, because because yeah. yeah. you know he he was like a a guy that was drafted later on. So when you draft a guy who who you expect to be like in the eighties or nineties, and they're in the thirties, mm. and they're just launching threes, like he's averaging yeah. eighteen points a game, yeah. or, or yeah. I think it's like seventeen point five or something. So even though he's not my best player, like my best player is. Um, it's not Reggie Jackson. Uh, actually, sorry, my best player is Dirk. Um, oh, right. But the thing thing about Dirk is I'm I'm not getting too excited about it because I expect him to settle down a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's like top fifteen right now. He's on, yeah. He's on and fire. I think that he'll like he he his O rank was sixty one. So I assume he'll you know set, settle back down. I hate those O ranks, man. They always yeah, get me. Yeah. I don't go by the O ranks. I, I just go by the ranks. I can't. <clears throat> I can't ignore it when it's like time to draft. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm my own man. I've done my own research, and yeah. then it gets time. Yeah, and I see what Yahoo thinks I should do, and yeah. I panic. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to pick who you think. I'm going to pick the guy slightly below who you think, yeah. which yeah. is still you telling me what to think. Um, but I, oh, my, sorry, let's let's go around the table. Yeah, yeah, my my bust is actually Mike Conley. Um, yeah. he's mm. been a keeper yeah. of mine for a couple years, and I, I and so in my league. In my dynasty league, I have really weak keepers, and I'm, I'm telling everyone right now on this podcast, I'm tanking this year. So I'm going to be sending people all sorts of fucking crazy picks. <laughs> I'm just going to mix up the whole damn league. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. But um, yeah. My, anyways, Mike Conley. My my keepers are Valanciunas, Conley, and then I still got to pick whoever the other keepers oh, got to be. be uh, Jackson, though, right? Oh no. Yeah. I say, sorry, I have Reggie Jackson, so he could be in the mix. But anyways, I'm, it's an it's a big audition for me to see hmm. who my my new keepers are. But um, it. yeah, Conley's like 14 points a game. His steals are down. He's not yep. that efficient. Um, I don't know what's the, what the deal is because this is a contract year for him, and mm-hmm. he's basically, I wouldn't say shitting the bed, but he's just not really a top forty player. And mm-hmm. for a keeper, yeah, if you're playing against a guy who has Westbrook or Curry, and you're throwing up Conley, oh, you're done. You're gonna lose. Yeah. Um, Matt, I know it's your, your, it's your first fantasy yeah, year. Mm-hmm. It is for 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 uh for basketball. Isn't it obsession <laughs> for you as well, or what? It is. It's it's fun to like. Pay closer attention to the stats for sure. It gets you more into the game, I yeah. find. Right? Um, you, how do you find it like uh, different than hockey? Because I know you're a big fantasy hockey guy. Yeah. By yeah. the way, in your fantasy hockey league, I'm awful. Yeah, we're um, playing I, this week, you and me. I'm in the very uh, last place, and I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> so, well, I'm trying though. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, you're just, but you know, it's uh, we're only close to the halfway point, yeah. so you never know. What's I can happen. turn around. Um, but with the, my basketball league. Um, I find that the the thing that's hard for me as a newcomer is like when like how if you've got a good player and he's like 
you know, having a few bad games in a row, I immediately want to drop that person. Like one person I have is like Monta Ellis. Yeah, see, he's you the know. type of guy you don't drop because he's gonna yeah, like can't drop Monta. Well, no? one thing I would say is like is is definitely look at the the minutes trend. Yeah. If you're thinking about dropping someone and they they yeah. Yeah. They're, they're playing bad, but they keep getting thirty minutes a game. Yeah, that just means they're in a funk. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. eventually they'll that will turn around. I mean, I assume so. You might also have Kobe Bryant on your team. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> no, I, I do have the one guy I really like is Avery. Bradley. Oh, Avery man. Bradley. Oh, yeah, he's having a break. Yeah, the season he's having. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. And then, like, yeah, I have Westbrook as my best player, and he's just, like, he goes off, he's like, Curry some nights. I love yeah. Westbrook. Yeah, but Matt, Matt, if you're actually contemplating dropping Monta Ellis, I got to assume that you're in a two-team league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, well, Possibly, what are those famous two-team leagues? Ellis. I wasn't ever <laughs> contemplating it, but I'd like to take him aside and talk to him. That's all. <laughs> Well, that team doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Rudy you know? Gay, pick it up, or I'll drop you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Demarcus Cousins, uh, you know you had a bad game. You might get dropped by Matt. Yeah, I did just drop Lou Williams for Otto Porter. So yeah, that's Otto Porter was on your wire. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good league. There's twelve, okay. twelve people, twelve teams. 12 and teams. Otto Porter was on the wire. 12 yeah, teams. someone dropped him. Someone dropped him. And I picked him up off waivers. Wow, Jesus. nice. Yeah, yeah, that's a good pickup. Yeah. Kev, have we uh, heard your? Uh, no, no. Your so, um, so my hits are. Um, one guy I was expecting, but he's just like been so consistent is, uh, Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe has been, yeah, he's, the, he's the ninth leading scorer in the league. Yeah. Uh, Bledsoe. He's been amazing. Um, my unexpected hit has been Marcus Morris. Oh uh, yeah. In Detroit. Oh, I, I, I got, I got him with like my second last pick. Oof. Yeah. Van Gundy, great. baby. Yeah. I picked Van Gundy for coach of the year. I don't think it's going to happen, but. That's I'm a st- fun pick. I- I'm still happy. You're yeah, a fun I'm guy. I'm a fun guy. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? You're Come picking. on. Ben yeah, Gundy's fun. Good. I love the whole family. Great guy. Um, yeah. Marcus Morris has been great. He's been so good. And just yeah. like everyone's like, oh, okay. the, everyone got the lesser Morris in Detroit <laughs> and all that. And I'm just, I'm happy for him too that he's like, we don't need each other to succeed, guys. Do you think we could Yeah, trace, he's, he um, was the, sorry, I just want to say he was the Morris brother who was quiet. Yes. Because like Markeith was flipping out at Phoenix and yeah. Marcus was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh! Did we just figure out that Marcus is the evil twin because he's the one? Oh, there you go. Quiet? Yeah, there you go. Uh, they both beat the hell out of a guy. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they're both charged for <laughs> yeah. like very serious assault. But so I think the guy was harassing the their twin. mom, wasn't he? Yeah, but who knows what the whole up? story is? Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, do you think we could? Let's get Markeith on the wraps. Let's trade <laughs> yeah. Terrence Ross. Get Markeith. Get Giddy sad Keith. Yeah, let's do it. I do think the Raptors need a really good power forward. The, the, yep. the ones I want is uh, Monte Udis and Terrence Jones are both free agents next year. Mm-hmm. They're both young. Terrence I'd Jones love would to be have fun. Him on the team. Terrence Jones would be amazing. Yeah, that would be really they great. They come from that Kevin McHale school of power forwards who look better than they are in Houston, you know? Oh. Like Patrick Patterson? The like Patrick, Patrick Patterson, Patterson mold, man. Yeah. You can't trust it too much. Although... Yeah. Marcus Scorsa. Morris, right? Marcus Morris. Marcus yep. Morris. So who knows? I love Markeith <laughs> Morris. Markeith is usually like a top 50 player in fantasy. Gives you a little bit of everything. He's just really shit the bed this year. Yeah, he hates. Yeah. He hates being where he is. Yeah. And he's coming off the bench. And he's, so he in, can... he's injured a bit too, right? And they got like some dope players that are coming up, uh, taking his minutes, like TJ Warren. Yeah, that has been great. Yeah. 
Okay, is this Warren's first or second year? Second year. Second year. Okay, yeah. Last year he was a rookie that was like, I don't know how he's going to score, but he always scores. Like, that yeah. was his thing coming out of college. Mm-hmm. He knows Just how to like cut. like old man game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of twins, my dud of the season is for sure Robin Lopez. I was not expecting oh. much, and he gave me even less. <laughs> he's been so bad. Uh, I picked terrible. I picked the worst big man in, one of my, in the league that I'm in with Who? Miguel. It was like they were like bottom half of my draft, but I was like, at least I'll get. So I picked Splitter and Mozgov. Oh, I got Mozgov. And both of them are on the wire now. Like that's how little anyone wanted them. Well, the the thing about like anyone who plays for Cleveland, like if you're a big man, it's tough to get big stats. I still, Mozgov, Vergel, Love. Oh, sorry. No, Love is obviously great. Yeah. Love's been great this year. Yeah, he did have a great playoff. But Tristan Thompson, yeah, Mm -hmm. Mozgov. There's just, they're so stacked there. Um, yeah, they just don't. Yeah, you wonder who's fallen off the face of the earth in terms of fantasy is uh, Joaquin Noah. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, he's just kind of oh, done. Jesus, yeah. He's like seven rebounds a game, like two points. What? He's getting yeah. like twenty minutes a game. Yeah, yeah, he's Chicago's done. Chicago's a mess. Someone's going. Let's get some. Let's pluck someone from oh, unhappy Chicago. Let's, let's go get Nikola Mirotic for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't think fun. that's the guy they'd give up. Probably not. <laughs> I'd take Gibson. I'd take Gibson. Are you kidding me? For the raps? No problem. Oh, great character guy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Beauty. Which has, if there's somebody I would love to pluck off to Chicago, that would be Bobby Portis. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Bobby I wanted, Portis. I is... wanted to draft him. Like, I, DeLon Wright seems like he's a cool guy, but I wanted Portis on the wraps so hey, And P- Portis, like, he has that, that, that face where he's like, I'm good because I'm angry mm-hmm. in spades. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, when you watch him play, I, I watched uh, him during the summer league, and he he's he's kind of like... He'll have a moment in the league that's kind of a Draymond thing. I think. In, in fantasy, he's a stash, but in in a couple of years, um, same thing with another guy that I'm crazy about is Stanley Johnson, who subsequently I traded. He looks great, um, but you know, in the regular season, he's not looking as good as he, he did in the preseason and in mm-hmm. summer league. But there's a kid that's got all the tools. There's, like he could be yeah. like a Carmelo Anthony type of player. He yeah, just has fun. so much skill. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, he was supposed to start, and that's you know, back to the Morris brother, the lesser Morris. I mean, he took his. Yeah. starting position and he ran with it and yeah. now it's like you're on the bench buddy like yeah. you're not going to start you wonder who's amazing amazing on fantasy is kyle lowry right now he's like top Jeez. five what yeah what? Lowry's incredible. yeah top five because he's, he's, he's averaging like four steals a game he's leading the league in steals Ooh. and he's basically yeah, i think he has 21 points a game and like two or three threes mm. he's uh and you know rebounds and assists are pretty good too mm. i mean I, I i for lowry i expect that to fade a little bit as well he he's gonna get the it's in Toronto so he's gonna be the starting point guard right? Yeah. Who beats out Kyle Lowry in the East? John Wall. I I think Wall is better, but his stats are really not that good this no, year. No, he's been playing. It's bad his this worst year. stat season yeah. in a little while. Yeah. I still think Wall, like in, you know, in a playoff he's, series he's against Lowry, would yeah. outplay him. Yeah, would. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he would do it again. Yeah, um, but. Uh, yeah, like Lowry is twenty. I think it's like I don't know what his stats are, but I think it's twenty-one points a game, four rebounds, six assists. A monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little beast. He's beasting. Yep. He I, I have pounds. Reggie Jackson, who I thought was going to have the most massive year ever. And he's having a hell of a year, though. Yeah, he's having a great year, but his turnovers and percentages are killing me on fantasy. Like yeah. I thought he was going to be because he like uh, I think his O rank was like forty nine, but he was one of those guys where I was like, yeah, right, top twenty. Because <laughs> yeah. like right. with Van Gundy, yeah. I just thought it was all gonna. Mm-hmm. And it might still, but Stephen, what are the stats in your league that you play? And I'm curious. We play. Uh, I'll tell you right now. We go with um, inadvertent whistles. Any <laughs> uh, um, field goals made, uh, field goal percentage, free throws made, free throw percentage, 
three-pointers uh, made, three-point percentage, points, offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, turnovers, and fouls. Wow. Jeez. Nice. You guys go nice. deep. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's deep. And it's really hard to – because you look at your, at your roster and there's certain categories that you're really strong in and certain ones that yeah. you're weak in. And obviously if you own Andre Drummond, obviously you're, you're going to punt uh, free throw percentage. Sure. Um, but but it's, you know, it's good you have free throw makes because guys like Dwight and Drummond still hit a lot of free throws. Totally. Because totally. they, they just, kill you percentages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when you have – like I've got a really good team. and uh, But I've got a little bit of everything rather than there's certain things that, that I'm lacking in and there's certain things I'm dominating. And one player that I would suggest that everybody try to make a play for is Robert Covington. Yeah. Yeah, I had you him and let him go. Freddie. I drafted him and let him go because I, I – okay, I wasn't there – for my draft, right? Uh, so That's I drafted six. Mistake. I know, huge mistake. Um, but I uh, drafted six injured players. Oh Jesus! So uh, I panicked, man. I totally panicked. Mm. I I swapped someone out for Co- Covington. I didn't hold on to Tyreek. Um, I held on to Tyreek. He's a gold man. But yeah, but I don't know what to say, guys. But, but anyways. It's a tank That's show. That's why the tank's on, me. yeah. The tank is on for me, baby. I'm liking <laughs> the sound. Of these. I, Sorry, go ahead. I want Porzingis. You got to get Chris Stapps. Alan, nobody, if you're listening to the podcast, trade, trade, him. trade me Porzingis. I'm going to keep sending you picks. You're going to have to probably throw in a hand job. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid. I want Porzingis. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll jerk him off. Madison, He's a dick. Madison Square Garden style. <laughs> okay, next segment is who have you jerked off in your league? <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, man. <laughs> For me, everyone, Matt. Uh, first time, and I... I thought that you had to do that. Yeah. You know? Matt, doesn't, Matt doesn't even know anyone no. else in his league. It's like, yeah. it's just an online league with people from all yeah. over the world. He's spent a lot on airfare yeah, this year. Yeah, it's true. It's really hard. <laughs> Gotta give him I make it worth it, though. Human touch. <laughs> all right, what about dealing with douchebags in your league? You know that guy that always gives you the shittiest trade offers? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got a friend in one of my leagues. Let's call out names. Let's just yeah, call yeah, out let's. He's, he's not a douchebag. He's... Great. His name is Luke. Hi, Luke. Hey, Luke. <laughs> not listening. Hey, I Luke. Know. I don't think he knows hey, about this. No, let's tag him in this. Luke, you're getting <laughs> tagged, but he keeps making me trade offers for Curry, but he'll like uh, send me a message on Facebook, and I think he's joking. Like He'll be like, come on, like, sure, he scored 28 points in the third quarter, but don't you want a guy who spreads it out a bit more over the entire game? <laughs> no. Like, someone like Lillard. And I was like, I don't really understand that logic, but I assume he's joking. So I'll be like, haha, yeah, I guess I could use a bit more even scoring. Let's trade. And then he'll send me a trade offer for like Lillard for Curry straight up. And then I'm like, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. You're, that's all you're going to okay, give me? This guy, I actually don't know who this is, but his name's Forrest Gump. <laughs> okay, and then, okay, this is hilarious because Kevin I made, actually, I actually Kevin did. I made, made a good trade with yeah, him. Yeah, Kevin made yeah. a trade with him, but. Um, but he was, I, okay. He keeps sending me trades for Anthony Davis, where it will be like he'll send me um like a guy. Oh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to think who it is, but like someone like like not Luol Deng, but like guys like Miritich and that sort of thing, who like you know are like somewhat relevant fantasy players for Anthony. Like like he sent me a trade where he was asking for Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony, and Paul Millsap. And the best player he was sending me back was Derrick Rose. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like, so, uh, so then I said, he has LeBron, right? So then I send him like 
Jose Calderon for LeBron. And then he'll message me back being like, mm, okay, I don't think so, but... And then he'll like do his thing again. And I'm like, you're not getting it. I'm just being a bastard to you because your trades are like so stupid. And but anyways, Kevin traded him. So yeah, and it was actually, like, can I kind of confront you right now? Like, how okay. did you trick this guy? He literally sent me that trade offer, first trade. And I was like, okay. So what, um, what was the trade again? So my team, I'm like bottoming out in this league already anyway. So I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll swing for the fences. Um, I'm killing it in threes. I needed rebounds and blocks. And it's a keeper league. Um, so he sent me an offer. He was going to send me Duncan and D'Angelo Russell uh, for Clay Thompson. And I was like, okay. I just went for it. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think Clay can turn it around and probably like make me look silly in that trade. But I think I think Russell's going to get better. And oh, I, yeah. needed, I needed boards and blocks. So, you know. Get that Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think he did win in that trade. Oh, I think he did, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. rethinking that. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like... Yeah, that's it not wasn't as like ridiculous. his other trades. Yeah. 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 So Forrest Gump, I'm coming for you, buddy. <laughs> Forrest Gump, huh? Forrest yeah. Gump. What, uh, any, who's, the, who's the guy in your league? We got... Uh, you guys probably know him. You know David Huband? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huband yeah. is the worst because Huband will give you this rationale on a trade and you're probably going to... He'll probably see this post on my Facebook and he's going to listen to it and Huband, you're crazy... He, so I was, <laughs> I was peddling this year. I was trying to unload because I've got a, I've got a lot of uh, point guards. And again, in our league, being a dynasty league, there's a premium on youth. Um, yeah. So I was offering uh, Peyton, uh, not Peyton, Peyton, um, Alfred Peyton, Alfred Peyton, and uh, he returned his offer as I'll give you Hibbert and a second round rookie pick because we do first round rookie picks and then second. You can't, really, you get shit in the second round. There's nothing there. So yeah. specifically rookie picks. Yeah, we do a, a rookie lottery. That's fun. So That's the bottom awesome. six teams are in, a, are in a lottery to get uh, the top six picks in the draft. And then the other ones, we you can trade your first or second round pick. Um, and then we just – so we keep – we have 18 roster spots. We keep 13 guys. Wow. That's so pretty our, cool. Uh, our draft is awesome. pretty much trades. Like we just discussed trades and, and, and stuff. So it's, it's really good. But, you know, like is last it, Is year, it 14 teams? Or 12 teams. 12, 12, 12 okay, yeah. But he'll he'll his rationale is like he'll like he'll if he wants Peyton he'll say you don't you don't need Peyton you've got guards what do you mean I don't need him yeah <laughs> yeah he's gonna be great yeah, yeah. like I mean like I don't I don't know at what point Peyton's gonna put it all together but he's in what year two yeah year four and five that guy's gonna be he's gonna be like, just fine. very good the yeah. Sixers had him yeah. you know mm-hmm. and they gave him up to give Carter Williams one more shot. And then but they I got get, rid of him for nothing. Yeah, I get like Facebook messages from friends, like you know, that are all complaining about Cuban's trades. Like, so he he wrote to my friend Josh. He's like, "Hey, Josh, just putting it out there. If you continue to be in last place at the end of the year, I would trade you Butler for your number one pick and perhaps Randall." I mean, that's the, the that's most not ridiculous. a trade. <laughs> that's <laughs> not a trade. I know, so like, that, it has to be mutually beneficial. It can't be a highway robbery. It doesn't qualify <laughs> yeah. as a trade. No, he'll 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 send you a list of untouchables, and they're basically every player on his team that is actually that plays minutes. Huband, mm. we're Band? coming for you. Huband's the worst. Say Huband. I love him, but he's the worst. I hate him. He was in the <laughs> sight unseen. Steve, yeah. he was in the commercials with Tim Sims, right? The Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh, you remember yeah. those? Yeah, he was also he in was that like, big campaign. I'm, you guys don't remember? I checked my notebook. Remember that many years ago with Rick Waugh? Oh yeah, yeah. Rick Waugh. He did that. Rick's a good dude. No, so no, 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 no. Rick Waugh's not getting off that easy. <laughs> oh, yeah? You got some beef with Rick Waugh? Rick Waugh, Hugh Band. <laughs> yeah, you're just Hart's lumping them all together out. now. Hugh Band's the funniest. <laughs> all right. Well, I think uh, I think we've covered it. Covered all, right, all of fantasy. 
We did it. Yeah. Um, uh, Boak Estelle Getty hit me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen, thanks so much. Um, Thank you. You got a. You got anything coming up you wanna you wanna give a shout out about? <laughs> uh, I, I'm probably gonna urinate in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta you gotta get those in before winter hits yeah, in full so, force. So check that out if you're in Steve's neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not going upstairs and I'm not going downstairs, so I just walk back. <laughs> Those stairs, man, they'll kill you. Ate them. <laughs> I all right. <laughs> we had a guy that came to do like uh, fix something in the house. He came in through the back, and my wife had to tell him that we had a dog. We don't have a dog. <laughs> just poop all over the lawn, or <laughs> watch out for that puddle of piss. <laughs> That's our dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god mark you got anything coming up yeah man uh i got that show next week peter stevens we are the good boys nice bad, a big dog. One. bad dog theater wednesday december 9th i believe at 9 30 you can check that out if you want check that out have some laughs um how you doing maddie anything going on um no no not a not a zilch okay <laughs> sweet <laughs> Um, cool. Well, thanks everybody. It's been a pretty sweet podcast. Oh wait, I'm going to the Marley's game today. So, <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. Tell everyone about the Marley's game. Bernier's doing down uh, in the Marley's. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of a big deal actually. Yeah. Ron Sparks' uh, cousin, right? Ron Sparks' cousin. What is he? Is uh, the that Sparks the on the team? Oh, yeah. Garrett Sparks. Yeah. yeah. What? Local comedian Ron Sparks. Wow. That's a, well. He had a like, he's doing pretty good, night. right? Like, fine, yeah. Huge first night. Bad second night. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, Sparks <laughs> coming for you. <laughs> You're in the shit list. Cuban. Cuban. Sparks. <laughs> Sparks. All right. Well, guys, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? This has been the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Dows and Freddie Rivas. Dunkspodcast.com, guys. We're live. That's way easier than our last one. Dunkspodcast.com. Stop by there. You'll find your Stitcher, your, your iTunes, everything you need. You can just listen to it there. As I said before, download it for Grandma. Put it on a disc like the old days. You can make a mix of all our favorite episodes. And, uh, yeah, you know, have a good December. Yeah, the holidays are coming, <laughs> and uh, we'll try and get one more before St. Nick knocks on our bellies, and keep watching, keep learning, keep loving. Goodbye. <laughs>